0: You Only Live Twice, by Ian Fleming, first published in 1964. Chapter 21, Obit. M writes, As your readers will have learned from earlier issues, a senior officer of the Ministry of Defence, Commander James Bond, CMG, R.N.V.R., is missing, believed killed, whilst on an official mission to Japan. It grieves me to have to report that hopes of his survival must now be abandoned. It therefore falls to my lot, as the head of the department he served so well, to give some account of this officer and of his outstanding services to his country. James Bond was born of a Scottish father, Andrew Bond of Glencoe, and a Swiss mother, Monique Delacroix, from the Canton de Vaux. His father being a foreign representative of the Vickers' armaments firm, his early education, from which he inherited a first-class command of French and German, was entirely abroad. When he was 11 years of age, both his parents were killed in a climbing accident in the Angie Rouge above Chamonix, and the youth came under the guardianship of an aunt, since deceased, Miss Charmaine Bond, and went to live with her at the quaintly named Hamlet of Pet Bottom, near Canterbury in Kent. There, in a small cottage, hard by the attractive Duck inn, his aunt, who must have been a most erudite and accomplished lady, completed his education from an English public school, and at the age of twelve or thereabouts, he passed satisfactorily into Eton, for which college he had been entered at birth by his father. It must be admitted that his career at Eton was brief and undistinguished, and after only two halves, as a result, it pains me to record some alleged trouble with one of the boys' maids, his aunt was requested to remove him. She managed to obtain his transfer to Fettes, his father's old school. Here the atmosphere was somewhat Calvinistic, and both academic and athletic standards were rigorous. Nevertheless, though inclined to be solitary by nature, he established some firm friendships among the traditionally famous athletic circles at the school. By the time he left at the early age of 17, he had twice fought for the school as a lightweight and had, in addition, founded the first serious judo class at a British public school. By now, it was 1941, and by claiming an age of 19, and with the help of an old vicar's colleague of his father, he entered a branch of what was subsequently to become the Ministry of Defence. To serve the confidential nature of his duties, he was accorded the rank of lieutenant in the special branch of the RNVR, and it is a measure of the satisfaction his services gave to his superiors that he ended the war with the rank of Commander. It was about this time that the writer became associated with certain aspects of the Ministry's work, and it was with much gratification that I accepted Commander Bond's post-war application to continue working for the Ministry in which, at the time of his lamented disappearance, he had risen to the rank of Principal Officer in the Civil Service. The nature of Commander Bond's duties with the Ministry, which were, incidentally, recognized by the appointment of CMG in 1954, must remain confidential nay secret but his colleagues at the ministry will allow that he performed them with outstanding bravery and distinction although occasionally through an impetuous strain in his nature with a streak of the foolhardy that brought him in conflict with higher authority but he possessed what almost amounted to the nelson touch in moments of the highest emergency and he somehow contrived to escape more or less unscathed from the many adventurous paths down which his duties led him the inevitable publicity particularly in the foreign press, accorded some of these adventures made him, much against his will, something of a public figure, with the inevitable result that a series of popular books came to be written around him by a personal friend and former colleague of James Bond. If the quality of these books, or their degree of veracity had been any higher, the author would certainly have been prosecuted under the official secret act. It is a measure of the disdain in which these fictions are held at the ministry that action has not yet, I emphasize the qualification, been taken against the author and publisher of these high-flown and romanticized caricatures of it, episodes in the career of an outstanding public servant Tonia remains to conclude this brief in memoriam by assuring his friends that commander bond's last mission was one of supreme importance to the state although it now appears that alas he will not return from it i have the authority of the highest quarters in the land to confirm that the mission proved one hundred per cent successful it is no exaggeration pronounce unequivocally that through the recent valorous efforts of this one man the safety of the realm has received mighty reassurance. James Bond was briefly married in 1962 to Theresa, only daughter of Marc-Ang of Marseille. The marriage ended in tragic circumstances that reported in the press at the time. There was no issue of the marriage and James Bond leaves so far as I'm aware no relative living. M.G. writes, I was happy and proud to serve Commander Bond in a close capacity during the last three years at the Ministry of Defence. If indeed our fears for him are justified, may I suggest these simple words of his epitaph? Many of the junior staff here feel they represent his philosophy. I shall not waste my days in trying to prolong them. I shall use my time.